Hey, it's Nia Lake. I apologize for the hiatus on episodes. We will start posting again regularly on every other Wednesday, so the next episode will be out on February 19th. If you enjoy this podcast, please let us know and share the podcast with your friends. Anything helps, and thank you. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse, Chapter 11, Etheria. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Can anyone verify where you have been? Did you murder him? We have you surrounded. Welcome, dear wanderers. Today, we are going to explore the dimension of Etheria. You are likely aware of this dimension, as it was where Ethereum was discovered, and until recently was the main source of the necessary element. As you can imagine, this has helped Etheria to be wealthy, but also continually dealing with the conflicts that come from such a resource. Etheria is one of the most beautiful dimensions in the multiverse, as it exists through floating islands above seas of clouds. It is said that there is water, and perhaps more land, far under these floating continents, but no one has been able to get that far down to explore it. Surprisingly, it's harder to explore the depths of Etheria than it is to explore the multiverse. This is said to be both because of the environmental pressures and the boredom of spending days traveling through clouds. There are myths of flying rainbow mermaid catacords, so who knows, maybe if you explore this dimension, you'll get to see one. I hear that they lure travelers into their caves, deep beneath the clouds, and devour both their body and their soul. But they are supposed to be really pretty, so totally worth it, right? Also, fun fact, Etheria is now a patchwork land controlled by warlocks who have seized power in the vacuum that was left after the colonizers decided that they no longer needed to keep a forceful presence in Etheria, but could instead harvest Ethereum from other dimensions and instead destroy the local economy so that the dimension is forced to rely on imports that leave the dimension in a perpetual state of poverty. So, when traveling throughout Etheria, you will find a plethora of skyships, ranging from merchants, to socialist anarchist pirates, pacifist nomads, and the lackeys of the local warlock. So, it is very important that while traveling, you are well versed in the local politics and are able to discern the temperaments of airships at a distance. And, of course, invest in semaphore for simpletons. When, or if, you are in Etheria, I recommend stopping by the Flying Friar, one of the most prestigious food ships of Etheria. The head chef, Oma Amo, quit her job at a fine dining establishment in Haven in order to run her own place. 
but that kind of major shift takes a lot of money, and she only had enough to get a ship rather than a full brick-and-mortar establishment. Her signature dish is the Ethereum Curry Bombs, which will literally explode in your mouth. But thankfully, the minor magic explosion only heightens the sweet undertones of the dish and highlights the kind of street magic you can find outside of the ivory floating towers of your one-of-the-mill wizarding college. You simply must also see the local art. For instance, there is an artist by the name of Igamb who has a fascinating method of deconstructed geosculpture that is mind-blowing in the ways that it deals with what it means to be a woman in a war-torn country where one is demonized for calling out her oppressors, since they are in turn oppressed by the more powerful dimensions. Currently, the Haven College of Fine Arts has criticized her work as simplistic, crude, and lacking form. However, the style will be discovered by some United Republic artist after visiting and will be heralded as an innovative new style, even though it will still pale in comparison to a gob. Let's go ahead and check in on the interdimensional news. A singer accidentally sang the wrong series of notes at her concert and caused the entire audience to have never existed. If you suspect that you or a loved one were affected by this disaster, you can contact the Law Office of Kerner and Locke as you may be eligible for compensation. I guess this has also been a word from our sponsors. In Illegal sheet music and arcane text site was shut down since it meant that the universities that supposedly own the knowledge won't be able to enforce who can and cannot learn as it is the gatekeeping duty. I mean, could you imagine a world with the free flow of information? Without artificially imposed scarcity on information, how would knowledge have any value? No, not that kind of value. Value as in notes. Obviously, the only type of value that matters. Wanderers, I have grave news. The past, the present, and the future walked into a bar. It was tense. It was so tense, it ripped a hole in the fabric of reality, and now half of Half Tree Street in Haven has been destroyed. Remember, kids, the best way to murder someone is through time travel. Don't worry about paradoxes. That's for nerds to figure out after it happens. Or before. I can't remember. Time travel is confusing, okay? Another way you can assassinate your enemies is to get them into an argument about time travel paradoxes and wait until they get a brain aneurysm from trying to comprehend the fiction of time. I mentioned earlier about the abundance of skyships, but I neglected to inform you of how to properly employ a skyship. Due to the amount of organized crime and feuding warlocks, it can be hard to find a skyship that won't throw you overboard after stealing all of your belongings. The first step is to go to the bathroom. You can tell how much pride a captain has in their ship by the state of their bathroom. 
the second step is to ask if they're cops and let them know that they have to tell you or it's entrapment. If they assure you they aren't in a kind and understanding manner, don't trust them. They are most likely a pirate or a warlock's crew since they really just want to get you on the ship. If they make fun of you, they are more likely to be honest since who would think that just asking if someone is a cop would work? You still shouldn't trust anyone, so I recommend one of these methods as a safety net. Get dirt on the captain so you can blackmail them. Carry around several pounds of explosives at all times. Fall in love with the captain through a series of wacky disasters. Pretend to be a powerful diplomat wizard or the warlock that they are employed by, or immediately overthrow the captain and take his place. It is your ship now. While none of these can guarantee your safety, it should help you to survive the warring factions of Ethereum. You could always lose all interest in life and belongings, so that even if they do throw you off of the ship, it won't really affect you. Dear Wanderers, I have been getting an excessive amount of attention from a pair of men in suits, who do not appear as though that would be their chosen garment, but instead have found their more violent skills hired by an organization that would prefer not to think of the violence that it is necessary in order to continue the organization. They have not approached or said anything to me but they are always there, just down the street, or a few tables away at a diner, or even flying nearby in their own little airship. I do not know what it is that they want, but I have a good guess, and they do not like the answer. Now it's time for Tea Teaches You How to Live. Today's lesson is going to be on faith. Depending on what dimension you live in, faith will have varying degrees of importance in your daily life. For instance, if you find yourself to, or live in the seven realms, you'll often find the local gods meddling in your affairs. But in the Crescent Galaxy, there are people who even doubt the existence of gods since they are so rarely seen. So, while your personal faith may vary and be whatever you wish, if you want to have a long life, I suggest adopting a persona of varying faith in which you can adopt the local dimension's faith. I can't tell you how many travelers have died when they accidentally offended Neuronus, the god of pain and war, by saying they were staunch unionists or whatever religion they didn't want to disappoint. The best way to do this is to have a variable demo positioning holy symbol. With such a device, it can automatically change to the symbol of the dominant religion where you are. It can be manually overwritten, but you would need a super doctorate in artifice in order to do so without causing an archaeo pulse. Normally, at this time, I would let you know of the wonderful grenade that has helped me make my getaway, but my trusty pocket black hole was unsuccessful in stopping my pursuers. 
No, they were prepared for my tricks. I'm definitely flattered that someone would go to such lengths to prepare so much. I mean, I didn't even know that an anti-black holinator was a thing. But before they were crushed into a singulary, they pulled one out and poof, the black hole was gone. I did, of course, attempt to grab another gadget, but before I could do so, they had some dimensional manacles that not only stopped me from using my arms, but also bound me to this dimension. So it turns out that those two men I had previously mentioned were in the employ of the Prima Corporation and were wishing to escort me back to Prima headquarters to have a discussion with my previous sponsor. Obviously, I informed them that I don't have the time to stop by the headquarters since I have to travel across the multiverse and explain how to live and exist in these tumultuous worlds. But they just said, we insist, and pushed a rather dangerous looking gun into my ribs. So I guess I'm going to head on a little trip. But don't worry, I will definitely guide you on how to survive in the Prima Headquarters. With that said, if any of you out there want to raid a particular Prima Transport vessel on the routes between the Etheria and Orwali in the in-between, it would be greatly appreciated. Hopefully, Winry isn't too distracted by the Cupcake Crusaders season finale and follows after with my trusty Lyric Shambler. The Interdimensional Traveler's Guide to the Shattered Verse is a production of Shattered Verse Studios. It is written and voiced by Thea Lake. If you have questions or comments, you can contact us at itgsvpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, or Twitter. Also, if you want to give us monies or share the podcast, we would definitely appreciate it. Now, it is time for your tea time. Today's word of wisdom is skiamaki. First, let's all get relaxed. Go to your closest reservoir of small mammals or other small domesticated animals. If your town doesn't have such a reservoir, just go into nature, set up a series of traps to catch whatever you can, and then put them in your very own reservoir. Once you have access to these animals, just dive right in and get some cuddles. Now that we are all relaxed, I'd like to talk to you about struggles. We often spend a great amount of time avoiding struggles, trying to make life easier. But life is struggle, especially if you want to achieve any of your goals. And the most important part of this is that struggle in itself is not a bad thing, but is instead an integral part of being alive. Struggling is different than suffering, and it's important to note the distinction since the chronic distress of suffering, which no one should have to go through. But we can enjoy our struggles and the accomplishments that we make along the way. 
So the question becomes, are you struggling to suffer or are you struggling to empower? Until next time, dear wanderers, good luck.